The family of Mia Marcano is suing the Orange County Sheriff's Office over that department's handling of the investigation into Mia's death. West News' Bob Hazen joins us live this morning. Bob, the lawsuit accuses the Sheriff's Office of not putting certain policies and procedures in place. Yeah, this lawsuit says that Mia Marcano's life was hanging in the balance, but Orange County deputies didn't do what they needed to do to possibly help her. Now, that lawsuit really focuses on the Orange County Sheriff's Office and a deputy who responded to the scene the night she was reported missing and his supervisor. Mia lived at the Arden Villas Apartments near UCF, and investigators now believe that she was killed by a maintenance man there who had a key to her apartment. Marcano's family says the deputy and supervisor failed to take that case seriously despite a a blood stain on her pillow, a bookshelf blocking the door, and an a box cutter on the floor. And the deputy allegedly left the scene after seeing her room and didn't tell anyone about the evidence. Now, the lawsuit also accuses the sheriff's office of having a policy that gives less protection to missing females than victims of other kinds of assault. And in the end, it says the deputies, quote, failed miserably and had OCSO exercise the most basic care and the supervision of its deputies, as set forth, Mia Marcano would likely be a Live today. And the lawsuit accuses the sheriff's office of negligence and violating her civil rights. We can tell you the family also sued the owner of the apartment complex where Mia lived, but they have settled that case. Reporting live at the Orange County Courthouse, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. All right, Bob, we now know the name of the man who was shot and killed by Orange County deputies over the weekend. 45 year old Jorge Ramirez Rivera was allegedly shooting a gun on Sun Creek Court just west of John Young Parkway. Deputies say he threatened his roommate before negotiating with law enforcement and eventually firing at the responding deputies. Four deputies then returned fire, killing the man. Those deputies involved are now on paid leave. The search is on for a possible witness in a cold case murder, and investigators need your help to identify the man. 36-year-old Maria Tellis Gonzalez was a wife and mother of three who lived in Kissimmee at the time of her disappearance in 1995. Her body was found in May of 1995 in South Carolina, but she was not officially identified until December of 2022. They believe that she died of strangulation. Now, the investigation has led them to Carlos, who was Maria's boyfriend at the time and who also lived in Central Florida. He's Hispanic and believed to be between about 5'8 and 5'10. He is said to speak both English and Spanish. Now, cold case detective Bob Romich is asking anyone with information on Carlos to call him. They can call me and tell me who Carlos is, and then I can talk to Carlos and, and, and move forward in the case, and that's, that's where we need to be at this point. He's probably still in Florida if he's still alive. Um, if he's watching this, uh, I'd ask him to reach out to me as soon as possible. A lot of elements to this cold case. Now you can call Bob Romich at 843-816-8013 if you have any information. Now to some new details out of Jacksonville where family members have identified the three-year-old child killed during an argument all over a dog. Deputies say Kaylin Matthew was one of three people shot and killed Saturday night in an apartment complex. Five people, including the toddler, had gone there to buy a dog. And authorities say the group started arguing and then shots were fired. The other two killed were in their 20s. A fourth adult was also shot and survived. So far, no arrests have been made. In Brevard County, one person's dead after a fire in Titusville. Officials say it broke out on Tanya Lane around 6.30 yesterday morning. One person was rescued from the burning home by firefighters, but another didn't make it out. State investigators are now looking into what caused this blaze and exactly how the victim died. Also in Brevard County, 
A convicted felon is being held on no bond, accused of having large amounts of weapons in his cocoa home. Deputies say Dana Cowley recently got out of prison and has 12 prior felony and four prior misdemeanor charges. Witnesses reported that Cowley started using drugs and walking around with an AR-15 after his release. An investigation began in August, and last Wednesday, deputies executed a search warrant at his home. Deputies say they found multiple guns and rifles, large amounts of ammunition, and ballistic vests. Later this morning, the Brevard County School Board will talk about school safety, but they aren't just talking. They're looking at some plans to keep weapons out of schools. West News' Tony Atkins is live in Brevard County. And Tony, this is something the district has focused on for some time now. Yeah, Mayor, back in December, the district held a roundtable on student discipline. They brought in people like faith leaders, bus drivers, and Sheriff Wayne Ivey. And even this year, we've seen them crack down after reports of hazing within the Vieira High School football program. So this is something they're very familiar with and it's something they've been addressing for quite some time now. This morning, uh, the board will have a work session to go over their plan regarding safety. And they're hoping to reduce the amount of violent and weapon-related incidents the district says it's seeing on campuses. The board says it plans to staff up security to be able to keep an eye on students within common areas as well as handling conflict resolution, gang activity, and even teaching its educators and staff on how to enforce these policies. Now, today's workshop meeting is set to begin at 9 o'clock, and we will be in that meeting when it begins. For now, reporting live in Brevard County, Tony Atkins, West 2 News. In Volusia County, the sheriff continues to urge parents to get involved and monitor the actions of their children after he says a 10-year-old student brought a tactical knife to DeBerry Elementary School. Sheriff Mike Chipwood's been urging parents to check the backpacks of their kids along with bedrooms and cars. He says the punishment for this behavior should be serious. We're charging them with felonies. I mean, I don't care who you are. You bring a weapon on school property, it is a felony. Your kid will be charged with a felony. Parents need to do their jobs. And the sheriff says multiple knives and guns have already been brought to schools in Volusia County just this school year. The Florida Department of Education is responding after several schools in Florida lost funding for school choice scholarships. Park Maitland School in Winter Park is among those schools. Governor Ron DeSantis says it's because they have ties to China's Communist Party. A spokesperson for the Florida Department of Education sent West to a statement. It says that all of the schools involved confirmed their affiliation with Spring Education Group and Primavera Holdings. That's an investment firm based in Hong Kong. But Park Maitland said in a statement, quote, our schools are locally run, abide by local, state, and federal laws, and do not have ties to any government or political party, either foreign or domestic. The FDOE says that the schools have less than two weeks to appeal the decision.